The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Previously on Once Upon a Time in Vegas. You must be Chloe. Jason saw you when we came in. I'm Denise. Jason and I met today. Oh my god. An Adam's apple? Jason's dating a guy! (laughs) I can't live my life always being the default girl. Hi, I'm Waylon. Ouch. Did your parents hate you? At the risk of sounding, you know. Why don't we get out of here? I'll get my coat. You planned the whole fucking thing, didn't you? No, but I sure as hell wish I had. Goodbye, Chloe. Okay. I haven't moved on yet. So what? It's only been a week. If any of my friends had given you a second glance tonight, do you think you'd have asked me back to your place? I'm not sure I follow. So, Jeff, or Waylon, or whatever the fuck you want to call yourself, I'm going to make this real easy for you, okay? If you still want me, you don't have to feel obligated to talk to me. I'll pull over and we can get it over with in the back seat. If not, I'll just drop you off at home and you can sleep your beer goggles off. Tessa, look at me. You're going to start the car. You're going to drive us to my place. And you and I are going to resolve some of your issues. Hello, beautiful. I was dreaming. I was starting to think you were gonna sleep forever. Jeff, were you just laying there watching me? Enjoying the scenery. Right. Creepy. I should probably get going. Oh, no, you don't, Tess. I... Whew. I, re- I really should be, le- be leaving. No, you shouldn't. Don't do this. You don't have to. No, Tessa. I had to. No, what I mean is... You have to get up early for work, don't you? No. Or you have company coming for breakfast. You'll call me sometime. We can have lunch and get to know each other better. We'll get to know each other now. Because you aren't leaving. You're mine. Mm. 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 Mm.
Tessa. I called her. She's not home. The girls and I haven't heard from her since she took us out. Call a cab. If you think I'm going to set one of my perfectly manicured toenails, let alone my Prada shoes, inside some smelly cab, you've got another thing coming. You need to come pick me up. And don't you dare pick me up in that piece of shit you drive. You go down to the office, borrow a company car, and then mm. come get me. Do you realize I have to be awake for work in a few hours? Then I would think you'd be hurrying to get down here, rather than arguing with me like an idiot and using up my cell phone minutes. Mm, fine. Where the hell are you? Well, I could tell you, but I believe you know where Jason lives. Thanks, honey. Bitch. Bitch. Excuse me, uh, I have a haircut appointment. Yes, can I help you? I I'm sorry, but are you? Yes, I am. Oh my god! You're Philip Carter Grayson! A celebrity is standing in my salon! I loved you and that thing you did! Uh, Hamlet? No, I'm pretty sure it was something else, but I loved <laughs> you in it! Well, thank you, I, I appreciate that. I'm Dennis, the owner of the salon, and hun, I am going to fix you up with the best haircut in Vegas. You just put this on and come right over to this chair and lay back while I wash that gorgeous head of hair. So, what brings you out here? On location? A premiere, actually. Um, the movie was filmed here, so it's opening here. We even hooked up with premiere advertising in the city for promotion. Woman heading to campaign kind of scares me, though. Could you get me tickets to the show as my tip? I think I'd rather pay you to stay away. This movie is going to suck big time. <laughs> I should know. I'm in it. It can't be that bad. Okay, it's an action-slash-comedy-slash-adventure-slash-romance called The Night Strives to Pay the Day's Longing's Hopeless Price. I play a retired Interpol agent with a gambling problem and a weakness for poetry, working as a lawyer in the States. My wife and children are kidnapped by some guys and subsequently killed. That would give me a noble purpose, you know. Other people are killed. I screw some hot chick. Chick gets blown up. Throw in a car chase. Blah, blah, blah. Wow. That's... Um... <laughs> yeah. So, if you don't mind my asking, how are things with Emily Hodges? Wait until Friday. It'll be all over the tabloids. Uh-oh. Who broke up with whom? She with me. By text message. That... Bitch! She had her reasons. I'm a such to be broken up with by text. Well, that's Erica for you. Uh, you mean Emily, right? Right, right, Emily. Oh, uh, don't read too much into that. I, I can't remember a name to save my life. Then the rumor's true? Uh, the part about the director slugging me is a lie. <laughs> you and Emily had a good run, though. Was it six months you were together? <sighs> 
Yeah, that's practically forever in terms of most Hollywood relationships. Still... Yes? No, forget it. Come on, what is it? Well... <laughs> what the hell? Who better than a hairstylist to talk things over with, huh? A gay hairstylist. Continue. Well, Eleanor... Emily? Right, Emily. She was the third girl to break up with me this year. All of them were poised, beautiful, charming, but there was nothing there, no chemistry. According to the rags, Eloise... Emily? Emily Wright. To them, she and I were practically engaged, but really we were a little more than friends. Friends that screw, right? Well, yeah, don't get me wrong. <laughs> anyway, I'm just getting tired of all the... Well, all the fake... Sweetheart, they're actresses. It's their way of life. Right, but sometimes I want something really permanent. Not just Hollywood permanent. Something real. That's a tall order, Mr. Grayson. Tell me about it. Well, you might find something out here that'll make up for your movie and your love life. What? A fabulous haircut, of course. Take a look. Wow, you did a great job. No wonder you came so highly recommended. I take great pride in my work. With good reason, apparently. Here you go. I hope the tip is enough to get you to stay away from that movie. And if you're ever interested in hair and makeup for film... I'm flattered, but I've got a side business that keeps me pretty busy as well as running the salon. I appreciate the offer, though. Sure. Well, thanks, Dave. Dennis. Right. Dennis. Thanks, Dennis. Then what happened, Stacy? Well, at first I didn't think Jason would be game for it. Most guys are so insecure, they don't want to give up control. You know what I mean, princess. Um, right. Well, once I got started, he couldn't get enough. He was begging for more. And I have to admit, I was mildly surprised at his... stamina. <laughs> wow. Chloe, Ginger wants these proofread by three. Sure. I'll just be right back. <laughs> Did you see her face? <laughs> oh, damn dusty closet. So where are you? Something happened with Jason and I need ice cream. And cheese fries. Call me back as soon as you can. Oh, she's supposedly at home sick. Why is she not there? You call for karaoke machine? I give it to you for $5. It make you holla. Terry! Oh God, what happened? Terry... 
Jason was cheating on me with Stacy, and she made me pick her up from his place this morning, and she made fun of the shirt I bought him, and now she's taking every opportunity to talk about what they did, and it's stuff he never did with me. Maybe because I just never interested him that much, maybe because there's just something wrong with me, or maybe he told her to say it to get back at me, I don't know. Now I can't get a hold of Tessa and I don't know where she is and I need to go out and lose myself in a huge bowl of sugar. And for that, I need you and Tessa. Whoa, back up the trunk here, sweetie. I barely got any of that, oh queen of run-on sentences. It's nothing against you, Terry. But I need Tessa to tell me what a bastard Jason is and... It's just not the same when it comes from you. Tessa and I do have different methods of comfort. Well, much as I hate to say it, if she was with the bitches last, we should ask them. They have no idea. That's why I had to pick up Stacy this morning, because they couldn't find her. That makes the last time we saw Tessa two days ago. Oh my god, you're right. Where is she? Well, at least you've gotten your mind off Jason. That fucking best. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking <laughs> kill him. And I'll take that <laughs> Stacy and shove a <laughs> ice pick. Through her fucking eyes. This fucking sucks. Hold your breath. Okay, you need to go out. I've got two tickets to that movie premiere you've been working your ass off for. Why don't we just go? I can't. Ginger will be there. If she sees me, I'm dead. I'm not supposed to have fun. Oh, fuck Ginger. No thanks. I prefer guys. Chloe, sitting at home with a box of tissues and 30 cartons of Ben and Jerry's can only solve so many things. You're just going to brood over everything, getting more and more miserable, and end up somehow blaming everything on yourself the way you always do. That's not what you need right now. You need distraction. I need Tessa's foul mouth. Oh, fine. You want Tessa? I'll be Tessa for you. Terry, what? You and I are going out tonight whether you fucking like it or not, because you know who else used to lock himself in his room, Chloe? Howard Hughes. Look where he is now. 300 antibiotic shots in his fucking heel, one of them breaks off and he still dies from a fucking infection. If you think I'm dragging your pus-filled 98-pound carcass out of your over-sanitized apartment after you shoot your fucking television, you're sadly mistaken. Tissue boxes don't make for stylish fucking footwear. Get the hell up, change out of your hospital gown because it shows way too much of your non-existent ass, wash your hands 48,000 times, put on your fucking biohazard suit because we are going out. If you're not ready by the time I get to your apartment, I'll kick your sorry ass, you creepy fucking recluse. Wow. Tessa would never say that. But okay. <gasps> my... My apartment? When did I get here? I thought I was with... Did I dream the whole thing? <clears throat> Ow! Guess not. Oh god, I'm sore. Did he... Did he bite me? Oh, nice placement, asshole. I won't be able to wear a bra for a week. Oh, I hear you. Stop beeping at me. You have five new messages. Why the hell do I have five messages in one night? What the hell, Tessa? You were supposed to pick us all up like an hour ago. You better have a damn good reason when I get a hold of you. End of message. Sorry, Ginger. Couldn't help message. it if I was fucked unconscious. Seven. Bitch. Message deleted. Next message. Tessa, you totally made me look stupid. You don't need we my help for that, princess. That really 
nice club because you never picked us up. Thanks a lot. And in case you couldn't tell, that was sarcasm. End of message. Idiots. To erase this. Could it be you lost your table because your reservations are for tonight? Next message. Tessa, this is Chuck from the personnel office. You have every right to use your paid sick time if you need to. What? You're going to be gone for more than a few days. What day is it? Newspaper. Thanks. End of message. To erase this message, press seven. Hear more options. What the fuck? I slept for two days. Next message. I'm entirely too sore for this to make any sense. Where the hell is the aspirin? are you, Jeff? Hello to you, too. Look out your window, across the street. <gasps> Jesus! Hi. Are you stalking me? I didn't think a couple of phone calls would constitute stalking. I hadn't heard from you in two days. I was a little worried. Don't try to confuse me with logic. How do you know where I live? Your driver's license? I looked at it the other night so I could take you home. I didn't know your last name was Woodsman. You're changing the subject. Why are you here now? Lunch? The message I left? Oh, yeah. Well, could you come in before I bleed to death? Here, let me see. You are not my doctor. I know first aid. And I know every line from Star Wars. That doesn't make me a Jedi. Just let me see your hand. It's not too deep. But you probably need stitches. Here. Hold the towel like this. Ow! There's broken glass in there! Sorry, but that should staunch the flow while we get you to the emergency room. You don't fool me with this concerned act, Jeff. Why are you really here? Look, Tessa. I know I came on strong two nights ago, but... <sighs> I couldn't help myself. I just want to know you better. Yeah, right. If one of the other girls had accepted the drinks you sent over... Tessa, I sent those drinks to you. Okay. Sure. Persistent, aren't you? I saw what I wanted, and I just had to have it. Persistent and funny. And while I'd love to stay for the second act, I'm bleeding! Can you please take me to the hospital now? I'll have to. Your car is still at my place. Oh, shit. <laughs> what a mouth. I'm frustrated and in more than a little pain. I'll say whatever I damn well please. I wasn't talking about the language. Mm. 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 
no, no, you are not going to distract me this time, Mr. Creepy Sexy Man. You take me to the... the... Uh, hospital? Hospital. Right now. If you insist. As always, later. Oh, God. And we're on in five, four, three. This is Mark Feldman for Channel 6 News, and I'm here live at the exciting premiere of Philip Carter Grayson's new film, The Night Strives to Pay the Day's Longing's Hopeless Price. And this may not be Hollywood, but Vegas has some extra glitter tonight for sure. Here with me now is the premiere's promoter, Ginger Carlisle. Tell us, Ginger, do you think the movie will be a hit? Without a doubt. Phillips, <laughs> that is, Mr. Grayson's star is definitely on the rise. And it has been a pleasure working with him these past few weeks. I really should go inside, but I'd be happy to give a more in-depth interview if you contact my secretary. Now that should be interesting, folks. And look who's coming now. It's the star himself. Mr. Grayson, could you spare a word for your fans? Always. Is that word good, or should I see a few more? <laughs> I see her here by yourself. Where's Emily Hodges tonight? Regrettably, she couldn't make it. Well, that's too bad. I'm sure she'll catch it when it comes out on DVD. God, I hope not. Pardon me? Nothing. Enjoy the show. You heard him, people. We'll be capturing all the highlights of this magical evening, including the stars that at After Party, after this short break. In the next chapter of Once Upon a Time in Vegas, new friendships are formed. You're Philip Carter Grayson. Yes, I am. Your movie sucks. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm sorry you had to sit through this much of it. Old friendships are rekindled. Danny, what are you doing with a box of candy, an X-Acto knife, and a calculator in the middle of the lobby? Well, if one serving of Whoppers has 123 calories, and there are 46 Whoppers in a box and three servings per container, uh, how many times do I cut one in half before Ginger can eat them? If you worked for me, I'd never make you do this. You know why? Because I'd eat the whole box. An invitation is issued. I'll be expected at the after party for ass-kissing. Will you be going? Oh, I can't. My boss will see me, and I'm really not supposed to be here. Well, if you change your mind and think you could sneak in, please come. This is the first time I've really laughed in a month. A gauntlet is thrown down. I'm just saying that I probably should have stopped after the 6th or even the 7th Diet Coke since by then. It was mostly carbonated water, hardly any syrup at all, but I wanted so much to be like you, Ginger. I figured I'd just drink them dry. Um, Ginger, they're all out of diet. You bitch! You did it on purpose! And help comes from an unlikely source. I'm not dressed for a party. I don't even own anything that would be remotely appropriate. What if I told you it could all be taken care of? What, is someone gonna wave a magic wand and fix my appearance? The fairy tale continues November 16th, 2007. Only at PendantAudio.com. Once Upon a Time in Vegas Chapter 3 
Straying from the Path, featuring the voice talents of Renee Christine Jones as Tessa, David Alt as Jeff, Lexi Rawl as Chloe, Susan Bridges as Terry, Philip Weber as Philip, William Raymer as Dennis, Jesse Moore as Princess, Ara Pelodi as Ginger, Alicia Lane Matheson as Stacy, Mike Winters as the Answering Machine, David Hine Chapman as the Reporter, David Shook as Chuck, and Anthony Anderson as the Cameraman. Written by Alicia Lane Matheson and Renee Christine Jones. Directed by Alicia Lane Matheson. Original music composed by Kevin McLeod. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2007 Pendant Productions. Once Upon a Time in Vegas. Created by Alicia Lane Matheson and Renee Christine Jones. Copyright 2007 Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.